Welcome everybody to Dead Talk Live. I am your host Viz and today we are honored to be joined by Caitlin Stasi who is starring in the upcoming film called Smile which is premiering exclusively in theaters this Friday, September 30th. Caitlin, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it is our pleasure. So let's get right to it. Now, Smile is written and directed by Parker Finn, and it's based on a short film that he did, which is called Laura Hasn't Slept, in which you star in. Uh, So when this was developed into a feature film, did Parker just right away reach out to you? How did that all come about? Well, yeah, I mean, I was very lucky because uh, it was all ever since the I joined the short, it was kind of um, assumed contractually and creatively that I would reprise the role of Laura in the feature if it were to ever become a feature, which happened a lot quicker than any of us assumed that it would because uh, Parker is an incredibly hard worker and just, you know, were you surprised at all that it did become into a feature that it got picked up? No, because the short was incredibly well made. Like it was a very high quality, thoughtful piece. And so I, I, I was not at all surprised. No. So you play the character of Laura Weaver. Um, you know, for anybody that has seen the trailer, uh, we see a lot of you. And not only that, you're the cover, you're the poster girl for this movie. Um, how would you describe your character, Laura? Laura is uh, traumatized. She's kind of like a trapped animal at this stage. Uh, she's any semblance of her former life, her former personality have... Uh, have become less sorry have become uh, less a part of her than the immediate threat she's experiencing. So I think she's a she's a PhD student. She's incredibly intelligent. She's very thoughtful. She's very sensible. Um, and now she's just like running for her life. Now, when the transition from short to feature, did uh, did Parker keep the character? pretty much untouched or did you have to reinvent Laura for the feature film? No, Laura was pretty much consistent between the short and the feature. I think even maybe my dialogue from the short is in the feature somewhat. It's been expanded upon uh, a little, but yeah, it was, it was, there was a lot of continuity between Laura then and Laura now. Now, the story revolves around Dr. Cotter and how her world is turned upside down and brought into this very horrific, scary world that she just cannot explain. What role does your character, Laura, play in amping up this terror for Dr. Cotter? Well, Laura is... uh... Rose's introduction to this new hellish reality. And had she not met Laura, it's unclear whether or not this, because she's a psychiatrist and she's working in quite a high pressure environment, there is a chance she would have encountered it through some other patient of hers. 
but it just so happens that Laura is the one to bring it to her attention and unfortunately like bring her into uh this now shared nightmare absolutely now like we like we mentioned in the trailer and in the poster they you know you got picked with the really creepy scary <laughs> smile evil smile is what i call it um how does that make you feel like out of everybody that is you know affected by this thing that you got picked out to be the poster for this movie it's interesting it's 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 pretty surreal I've lived in LA for 13 years and I I've been very lucky to have been like on two posters now but this one is everywhere it's all over the world and uh, people keep sending me photos of it it's yeah it's it's really wild it's certainly not the most attractive i've ever looked so it is funny going out there and being like oh that's me i, I don't care like I, I i'm not actually very precious about it at all i just think it's really cool but it is funny it is funny that like of all the roles i've ever played the majority of them have been like romantic leads so for this to be the post the, the image of me that is now being seen by the most people is it was it, one in a million shot, I guess. Well, you know, for a horror movie to be the uh, on the cover of the movie, that says a lot, you know, especially in this film where it, this thing affects many people that you got picked out to display the most, like I call it, the most evil smile of them all. Now, mm -hmm. Parker said he wanted to make this movie feel, you know, for the audience, like a sustained panic from the start to the finish. Uh, what are your thoughts, you know, working with Parker now on multiple projects and his work habit? He's incredibly dedicated. He's like old school directing where like he has a very particular vision and he is determined to execute it. And something I really admire about Parker is that he's, he's very communicative, he's very thoughtful, but he doesn't come from like a... He, he doesn't, he he sees his vision through to the very end and he, he gets what he needs. I mean, it's why the film was able to be turned from a short into a feature so quickly because of that, like, tenacity. Um, he also has, I think, a really, I think he's got a very nostalgic vision. Mm -hmm. He loves old, I know Stanley Kubrick is, I think, if not one of his favorite uh, directors, his favorite, and The Shining is his favorite film, if I'm remembering correctly. And uh, so he has all of that kind of like the romance of horror is in him, like all of those old films, like Rosemary's Baby, mm -hmm. The Shining, um, you know, Don't Look Now, all yeah. of that kind of. So this is a psychological thriller slash horror, uh, which for me, the, the psychological thrillers are the best, you know, horror movies, at least for me. Um, what are your thoughts of doing a psychological thriller slash horror film? And are you a fan of the genre itself? I have done a lot of horror throughout my career. When you're a young woman, it tends to take up the bulk of your earlier work. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's sort of where you end up. So it's where you start off. Um, I mean, look at like Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah. look at... Um, even Jennifer Lawrence did a, a horror movie that I'm forgetting the name of uh, because women tend to be the protagonists in mm -hmm. horror films 
uh, why I'm unsure, but I think it has something to do with the 80s <laughs> and yeah. slasher films. Yeah, the whole last um, girl standing. Yeah, totally. Um, which I think was also like in response to this like wave of like feminist filmmaking that was happening and there was this constant like back and forth. But I, horror films are not my, like I think horror is a really like clever way to tell a clever story. Being mm -hmm. scared for scared sake doesn't really appeal to me, which I don't think Smile is. I think Smile is very deeply thoughtful, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm very sensitive. I've got a very overactive nervous system. So horror movies really affect me. Mm -hmm. And I have to be very careful about the ones that I watch. Like they need to be worth the impact they're gonna have. I totally <laughs> understand. My wife is the exact same way. Like we, can, yeah. we cannot watch a horror movie, you know? So I totally, totally get it. Now, and it's the same with like choosing ones to be part of too, because like some of them will have you running through the woods naked, screaming and crying, and then it, you just know that you're going to spend like six months at night naked and crying. Um, or you could make a film like Smile, which is like really thoughtful and kind of more internal, and yeah. So exactly. Now, Dr. Rose Carter, who's played by uh, Sosie Bacon is trying to convince her friends and family of what she's dealing with, what she is seeing. And of course, she is met with a lot of skepticism, doubt. Basically, nobody believes her. Uh, what was it like working with Sosie as she brings this character to life? Sosie's amazing. I think she's going to really impress and surprise everyone with just like how much urgency but also warmth she brings to this character and working with her was the same she's very relaxed and she's not very precious she's kind she's warm and she seems really hard working would you say that the like trauma is one of the main underlying themes in smile yeah i think it's the underlying overlying central theme yeah uh now this movie and through parker to his credit incorporated a lot of practical effects as opposed to cgi uh as an actor when you're working and you've got practical effects does it make your job easier as opposed to a movie being really relying heavily on cgi where you actually have something to work off of it really depends. I think I prefer as a viewer watching practical effects and practical stunts um, and practical sets. But as a actor, I think working with practical sets, stunts and prosthetics, makeup, etc. Is, is quite fiddly. So if you've got like, say you've got blood or you've got uh, Guns, you know what I mean? If yeah. you're doing something with a physical effect, it, there are so many different things at play that need to go right. And as an actor, you get you can be kind of stuck in a state of like arrested emotion because like you're not allowed to have a reaction and you don't want to waste it. Um, so while I, I implore all directors when they can to use practical effects, yeah, sometimes it's easier if you know that they can do something in post. Okay. Then you can just act, and then they can 
like piece it all together afterwards. What you said about Parker, it sounds like he really wanted to do the practical effects routes. It, it was important to him and uh, going back to The Shining, like you mentioned, it pays tribute to the directors and the movies that he loved growing up watching as well. Yeah. Now, why do you think Laura chooses Dr. Cotter and why does Dr. Cotter give her the time of day and listen to what she has to say, in your opinion? Because I don't think she's got a choice. It's her job. <laughs> I think she's like, okay, here's a person. And she deals with this like level of uh, what she assumes is delusion every day. She's an ER psychiatric nurse. She must see just the most intense things. I can't imagine what a person in that position uh, deals with and reckons with every single day. Um, I think that Laura also is a compelling person. And while maybe Rose has trouble believing that what Laura is experiencing is real, I think how Laura describes it and is committed to this thing is, is deeply unnerving for her. Okay. Uh, now that it's done with the, the, the movie, at least this movie, do you feel like you created a bond and connection with that character, Laura? Yeah, and I, I, I be, I'm hopeful for her recovery, <laughs> one way or another, you know. Exactly. Uh, when it comes to Parker being behind the camera, is he very hands-on, or you know, with you, he's worked with before. He just lets, he just gets out of the actor's way. He's deeply involved. He's very particular. Uh, about what, like, you know, about how things should move and how things should look and how you should kind of, like he's, he's, like I said, he's got a very specific vision, which is why I think Smile is going to be successful, why, why it's being pushed so much and mm -hmm. why people love it, because um, Parker committed to the idea that were in his head. Um, but yeah, he's, he's super, super hands-on. Before we go, I do want to ask you one last question. You do have a, a series that's coming out on the uh, on Australian Amazon called Class of 07, where you star opposite of uh, Emily Browning. Are you excited about that project? Can you share anything yeah. about that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, was shot in Australia, but it will be available on Amazon in every country. Worldwide, yeah. Yeah, it will be worldwide, um, worldwide Amazon. I'm really excited. It's uh, going to be a while before we get to see it, but I've seen little bits and pieces, and it's been it, it's so cool. I'm so proud of it. I really hope everybody will watch it. It's called Class of 07, as you mentioned, and it'll be out sometime early next year. Okay. All right. We just got to be patient. I want to thank you so much, Caitlin, for coming on thank here. You and sharing your stories. Guys, again, the movie's called Smile. It is available in theaters across the country this Friday, September 30th. Uh, it stars Caitlin Stassi right here. Go check it out. It's going to be a thrill ride. Caitlin, do you have any final thoughts you want to share before we go? No, just uh, go see the movie, and if you see a poster anywhere, send it to me. I'm Ab on Instagram. <laughs> absolutely. Thank you to Caitlin Stassi. I want to thank our audience those who are tuning in live and those who will be watching this later on. On behalf of Caitlin and myself, stay safe and stay walking. Bye-bye, everybody.
Bye.